media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. All right, we're going to talk PRISM. So, as you know, last week was the, the PR Industry Award. And it's not just about crisis communications, as we've discussed uh, ironically right now, but there's a whole lot more. So, amongst, we, we look at maybe three winners, uh, three of the big winners. And I'll start with, with the woman who was clearly the most excited because the biggest award of the lot goes to, well, campaign of the year, the overall best campaign for the year. Janine Lloyd, PR expert at agency, uh, winner for that. And you have every reason to sort of gloat even a week later. Hi, Janine. Hi. How are you this morning? I'm very good indeed. Right. Okay, first <laughs> let's establish the why part, right? Uh, for Obviously, I know, but, but listeners don't know much yes. uh, in terms of what's happened. Tell us about what did you do that convinced the judges, who and I was one of them, just so that people know, that, that, gave, you, that gave them a reason to say, this needs to be called Campaign of the Year. Okay, so, well, one of the things, some feedback from judges, and obviously we knew it going in, is that we had a, a practically no budget to stand out uh, amongst the clutter that's out there. So we had to create something that really was wow and that was different, but using the traditional PR tactics that we have, adding, obviously, the digital components. So the, the overall thing really is that the campaign had um, a wow element in, in terms of uplifting the film and creating groundswell for support when we had no budget. Um, we also had no existing brand. No one knew the filmmakers. Um, it was the first time uh, a film of its kind, first South Africa's first dance movie. So we had a lot of challenges against us, but we would manage to actually create huge groundswell and success not only for the filmmakers, but for the film. Okay, now, now as you know, many of the judges, and, and without getting into all the information, what we did say is that it's, it's the classic out-and-out PR thing. It wasn't good PR, below-the-line uh, communications that piggybacked off above-the-line, you know, great advertising. Mm. This was just classic PR, right? How, how then did you go about doing so? Okay, well, it was quite strategic, actually, at the end of the day, because we had quite a lot of research, um, and the research showed us a lot about the consumer. So, so we had some key insights about who they were, um, uh, what media they consumed, were they digitally active, how were they active, what were, what were their likes and dislikes. So, so we had a good strategy, which was great. Um, and then tactically, we had to build a whole lot of things. So we didn't rely just on publicity. So publicity was a strong component, but we said, okay, how digitally can we bring in celebrities to mm. actually galvanize support? How mm. could we bring in the youth? and use students to actually amplify the film in digital space? How could we use unknown cast members but create a profile for them? So an ambassador program was at the heart of everything we did. So we identified key people, and we said, okay, uh, we're going to grow your following. We identified people who had huge followings digitally, and we amplified them across digital, in publicity with the media, um, at flash mobs or dance experiences, which we did at both media and at um, various activations and type events. So it was a complete combination with an ambassador strategy at its heart. Mm. Okay, and, and let's just talk about the results very quickly in terms of what, what, what did you achieve? So from a business results perspective, it was massive. While the box office um, figures were good, they were not fantastic because it's a local form um, and there's challenges around local form. Um, but for, for, from their perspective, they've managed to get a massive amount of um, awareness overseas. They've been invited to film festivals. 
um, they actually are distributing in the, in America in the next couple of months. Um, they've been uh, um, uh, given a future. Oh, sorry, I'm losing my tongue there. Um, they've been given investment opportunities to create another further eight films, and that's been massive. And that was really off the back of the work that we were doing. Um, they've captured an investor. And they're really, really positioned. Their business is positioned so well. Their DSTV sale and the DSTV stuff that's gone on now has been massive. Consumers have just um, absolutely gone gaga with it trending on Twitter. So there's a whole lot of spin-offs for the business, mm-hmm. both from a, from a financial perspective and then an awareness perspective that's built the business for the future. What's, what's it doing for your business now? Look, it's fantastic. Let me ask you this. Did, did you A, expect, I mean, you, you were a finalist, did you expect yeah. to win when, when, when they were rattling through the names and you're, because I saw your tweet earlier on, you said, we submitted two things out, we didn't win. That was like one hour into the awards, right? Did you, <laughs> did, and, and, and I found it very, very amusing, right? Did you, did I you expect you know, to actually you know, win? You know, I'm that quintessential person that you mm. don't celebrate till it's done. Mm, mm. You know, I, I'm just like that. But I, I don't feel the campaign had elements that were world class. I really, really did because we spent a lot of time on the strategy, a lot of time on the execution and getting it right. So I, I expected to get something. Okay. Um, I didn't expect campaign of the year. And, um, and, now, that it, and, now, that it, and now that it did, what, what, is it, what does it feel? What does it do for you? And, and the people that work together, of course, in the agency. Absolutely. Well, for everyone, first of all, it's an honor. And, and to actually be recognized by Prisa and your peers, um, it says a lot about the work you're doing. And I think on that, it's, it's almost like a validation that everything that you're doing is correct. Even though you know it inside, there's that external validation. And I think certainly from the students I've spoken to, they've just been, um, they just feel on cloud nine. I have felt on cloud nine, but I know business goes on. And you have to, you know, you've got to go back and, 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 and make sure that you continue doing great work. But um, it feels amazing. And I think for our business, I mean, we're about to rebrand. So, and, and this process started a couple of months ago. So it's come on a good point for PR experts. Because with the rebranding, away from just being based on, on my brand, um, it's going to give us a lot more um, credibility as a business, which, which for me is massive. And, and just in conclusion, I mean, amongst, and you've, you've, you've mentioned already, but I mean, what, what's the, with hindsight now, what's the one decision you made that with hindsight was just the absolute best decision with regard to this campaign? I think the best decision we made was we, we, right in the beginning, it was going crazy, and we were going everywhere because um, we hadn't got funding for budgets, and we were trying to get funding for marketing. So we were kind of trying to uh, do a hell of a lot of tactics. The best decision we made was to go back to basics and actually choose the intrinsic people in the movie that we could use to get support. So in other words, to use for publicity and digital and for flash mobs. And that was the biggest decision that we had to create, get buy-in from, from, the, from the celebrities involved. But that was the, the turning point, because if we hadn't done that, I, I doubt this would have won campaign. And, and that made absolute sense. I mean, you, they, they effectively ambassadors for their own movie. Yeah. Um, okay, let's leave it at that. Well done. I mean, this is all Thank about you. congratulating you, and hopefully we'll chat more in detail about other things you do sometime in the future. So there you are, Janine yeah. Lloyd uh, from PR Expert Winning Campaign of the Year for putting together, a, well, for the publicity generated around a movie that is quite phenomenal. Okay, so for moving from her to the, the Rising Star, which is always a great one to win, because you look after them even years later, Roxanne Labrant with me uh, from Ogilvy PR, and, and winning that accolade. Roxanne, good chatting to you. Hi.
Morning, Ashraf. Thank you for having me on. Good. It's so, a bit so strange to be on the side of the fence. Well, you see, you're paying the, that's the price you pay for success, right? So, <laughs> r- rising, rising star, why, why did you win? Ashraf, I think probably as a, as a judge, you're, you're probably a little bit uh, better positioned to answer that. Um, in fact, in fact I, I don't know. I only judged campaign of the year, actually. It was one of them, not, uh, not, okay. not for the whole lot of it. So I actually don't know what they really deliberated over. Yeah. But I mean, you, <laughs> what's your sense? Well, my, my sense, Ashraf, is, I mean, I, I work hard. I love my clients. Um, I believe myself to be, you know, sort of above average at what I do. However, I'm very aware there are lots of, you know, PRs. There are lots of great deserving PRs out there who can say the same. It is sort of a prerequisite. I think in my instance, it was probably to do with the fact that my understanding of the criteria for the award is that you, um, you sort of your progression or your growth or the talent you demonstrate um, is ahead of what is considered normal at an early point in your career. So I think that's what they looked at. And also the, the fact that I, I do handle quite um, a significant portion of Ogilvy PR's revenue. Um, I work on a very complex financial services account. And I think it was all these factors that I, I would imagine um, they, must have, they must have looked at. And I think it was based on that. Okay. And what, does it, what does it mean for you to, to be acknowledged as, as, as a rising star? And interestingly, it doesn't say star. It says rising star. So it's still going to rise, right? Well, I hope so, Ashraf. <laughs> um, it's, it's wonderful. It's really nice um, to have that recognition from your from your peers. Um, I think for me personally, it's also a symbol that um, you know to never become complacent, to keep working hard, and, and that hard work does pay off. Um, you know, ultimately, I think day to day, I've always taken pride in my work. I'm still going to continue to do so. Um, so that's not going to change. But it, it, it is a symbol that you know hard work really does pay off, and I think that's what it means to me. Okay, and, and just just one one thing about about you personally in terms of the impact it's it's already had on you in this last week. Well, um, I think <laughs> it's it, it was wonderful coming into work and you know receiving congratulations from friends and colleagues and family. Um, also, I, I I guess the you know when you work in PR, you're very much on the other side. So it's always your, you know you're putting your clients forward and you know you're promoting your clients and you're pushing them. Um, and your whole sort of role is based really on, you know, gaining positive awareness for your clients. So I think to have, you know, a little bit of attention turned towards you, um, you know, in terms of people wanting to profile your interview requests like mm-hmm. this one, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a little bit, it's a little bit strange and overwhelming, but also exciting. Well, well, deal with it. Maybe, maybe you're going to get more your way as well, because I mean, in this case, it's classically <laughs> as you make other people famous, you become famous yourself. There's nothing wrong with that as well. <laughs> Okay, let's leave it at that. Thanks so much for your time, uh, Roxanne, and, and well done once again. Fantastic work there for, for the Ogilvy Group in, in PR, of course, winning, uh, Roxanne Labrant winning the Rising Star. It, it's a very, very important accolade, I would think, to win. Let's move on then to, to number three of the three. We're going to talk about uh, Tracy Jones with us for, from Positive Dialogue, and there... Their title is also a very important one. Best small agency. I think it's very important indeed. Tracy, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Good morning. Good morning indeed. Now, tell me about how thrilled you are uh, as, as Positive Dialogue to win, to win this award. Um, Ashraf, we were really um, you know, proud to win it um, this year. We were fortunate enough to have also won it in, in 2014. Mm. It was the second win for us in this category. Um, and it's always a, you know, a lovely affirmation that um, the business principles that you're applying and you know, with a, a strong strategic outlook in terms of how we can move our clients' businesses forward um, was, was well recognized by the judges for, for, you know, for the second year running, which we were thrilled about. Well, well give us an insight into, into what, that, what is it doing that, that you're doing well. 
Um, well, you see, it's, it's, it's quite a, it's a different type of category because it's not based on campaign work necessarily. Mm. It's more based around how we, how we actually run the agency from a methodology perspective. So we've got to, speaking to this category application entry, we've got to talk to, you know, how long have we had relationships with our clients? How have we, how have we maintained those relationships to give them the longevity that they've had? So, you know, we had to list, have we had clients for five years, seven years? I've had some clients with me since I started the agency eight years ago. You know, how long have the clients, have our, have our team stayed with us? So how long do our, do my team actually stay with, the, you know, with us at Parks of Dallas? So we, we list all of those. Financial growth, revenue, turnover, you know, how are we innovating the agency? What are we doing differently within the agency that has taken it forward? So those were all the elements that we had to speak to within our entry. And then right at the end of the, of the, of the, the entry, we had to then talk to some of our Standout campaign that we've done in the year. So, you know, those are details that we, that we included. From an innovations perspective, I think, you know, how we measure our work, we've changed that a lot. It's not based on AVEs anymore, which, as we know, within the industry, it's, it's very much becoming an obsolete um, a measurement medium. Mm-hmm. So we look more towards how we're reaching the right target audiences with the right message, how we're changing perception and, and increasing perception and measuring that on a monthly basis. And then doing a sort of a six-month analysis where we can show clients their holistic view of how that has actually tracked their business um, and business change. And also actually doing client surveys. So we actually survey our clients to say, well, how are we performing as an agency? Do you find us strategic? Do you find us innovative? You know, do you think that we have a solid understanding of your business industry? And they give us that feedback, and then we have, you know, discussions around that in terms of thank you for the compliments in certain areas and how can we improve in other areas. And so I think that has really spoken to why our clients have, have stayed with us for, for, you know, the periods of time. And, and, and it does tell us very quickly about, about, about the, the management principles that, that, that you've put in place and implemented to, to ensure that you're able to deliver for your clients, right? Well, um, from when we you know, put our, our proposals together and uh, you know, when they're well-received and, and, and you know, we, we sign on a new client, um, from there we put, them in, we put a document together which is also a scope of work that literally comes straight from the proposal of what we said that we would do. And then we, we, we really hold ourselves accountable to making sure that we deliver on exactly all of those elements that, that, we've, that, we've, that we've proposed through a scope of work that we measure every month against what were our objectives and have we delivered on those objectives, which come out of, of reports and timesheets and all sorts of and other sort of tools that make our campaigns run like clockwork. And clients, because we're an external resource to them, we want them to feel like we almost have an, have an in, insight into their businesses that sit in their offices so that they don't have to wonder, well, what is my PR agency doing for me, you know, this week? They can see it very um, clearly through their sort of PR calendar scope of work, exactly what it is that we're doing on a weekly basis. Absolutely. So it gives them a sense of comfort and it gives them a sense of assurance that the work is being done as we said it would be. Okay. Now, um, lastly, is, is it part of the plan to become this, this big agency so you don't win the, the best small agency any longer? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. You know, we 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 are t- we are ten we are ten um, rock stars at the moment. Mm. We work in Positive Valley. We all have got very different speciality sets, which I'm you know very blessed to have them all on board. Um, actually, I don't know if it is about getting you know bigger. Um, who knows? I can't say that I'm going to be turning business away in order to stay you know a small PR agency. We've just won five fantastic clients from the beginning of this year, so already things are looking like there's going to be a lot of it on the horizon, and we're ready for that because we have been gearing up for that since the end of last. Year. But, you know, I think it's more about having the right people in place. Because if I have the right team in place, uh, you know, I can only build from there and build solidly. It's not about quick growth where then, you know, you start to drop off. 
It's about putting solid foundations in place first and then letting the growth come from after that. And I think that's very good advice for just about all businesses as well. Well, well Tracy, thanks so much for your time and, and feel free, if you if you wish to, to tweet some of the big takeouts that you just mentioned on, uh, well, tweet to me with, with the hashtag media show just now so I can, uh, I can retweet them as well. All right? Thank you. Ashley. Thank you so Thank much. There you are. And, and well done indeed for uh, positive dialogue, winning best small agency. In fact, well, two years on the trot here at the at the Prism Awards. Let's move on to other things. In fact, there's a, there's a fascinating advert featuring swimmer uh, Camden van der Berg put together by Investec. We'll talk about that right after this.